Welcome to episode number 272 of Sleep Whispers. Tonight, you are going to hear a Whisperpedia episode about animals that lie to each other. Yes, get ready for a lot of dirty deception. any animal 
who tries to feed on it. A chimpanzee who gets so bored during training lessons that he will keep asking to go to the toilet just so he can skip class. And a gorilla who broke a sink and blamed a cat. Plus, many more examples of deception in the animal world that will distract your night squirrels so you can drift off to sleep. And I'm sure tonight's episode will give you a sleepy brain. But what if you also want a happy brain? Then you should check out the Happy Brain Podcast by Heather Parody. The episodes are less than 15 minutes each and cover anxiety, hypnosis, meditation, laughter clubs, and other paths to happiness in a fun and enjoyable way. I expect that your daytime brain squirrels will be smiling and giggling as you boost your mental health. To check out the Happy Brain Podcast by Heather Parody, just use the link in the episode notes or search for Happy Brain in your podcast player. Okay, let's begin tonight's Whisperpedia. The following are select sections and details from the Wikipedia article titled Deception in Animals. Deception in Animals is the transmission of misinformation by one animal to another animal that propagates a false belief. It mostly occurs between animals of different species, but can occur between animals of the same species. Some of these types of deception in animals are completely involuntary, such as the disruptive coloration of the stripes on a tiger. But other types of deception are voluntary and involve a simple behavior, such as a house cat arching its back and raising its hackles. This gives the deception that the small house cat is larger than it really is. Overall, there are at least seven major types of animal deception. Here they are. Mimicry. Camouflage. Concealment. Feigning death, distraction displays, dimatic displays, and tactical deception. 
I'll start with the first type of animal deception. Mimicry. Mimicry is the similarity of one species to another, which either protects one of the species or both of them. This mimicry or similarity can be in their appearance, behavior, sound, scent, or location. Overall, there are three subtypes of mimicry. Defensive mimicry, aggressive mimicry, and auto-mimicry. I'll start with that first one. Defensive mimicry. Defensive or protective mimicry takes place when organisms are able to avoid encounters that would be harmful to them. They will deceive enemies by appearing to be something that they are not. Batesian mimicry is a specific type of defensive mimicry. This is when a harmless species imitates the warning signals of a harmful species. Examples are harmless butterflies that look almost exactly like toxic or foul-tasting butterflies. Another example is the harmless milk snake, which looks a lot like a venomous coral snake, but not exactly. The harmless milk snake has colored bands in the order of red, black, yellow, and the harmful coral snake has bands in the order of red, yellow, black. This has resulted in a saying about these snakes. Red against yellow, kill a fellow. Red against black, friend Jack. Defensive baits in mimicry can also occur through sounds. Some harmless moths will mimic the sounds of a toxic moth when being chased by bats. This causes the bats to call off the chase. Another type of defensive mimicry is malarian mimicry. This occurs when two or more species mimic each other's warning signals. This increases the likelihood of predators avoiding both or all species with these similar signals. Do you remember ever learning about the viceroy butterfly and the similar-looking monarch butterfly? Maybe you remember being told that the viceroy butterfly, which doesn't taste yucky, looks like the monarch butterfly 
which does taste yucky, so predators avoid it. Well, it turns out that they both taste yucky to predators, so the reason they look alike is just to reinforce the message to predators that things that look like they do taste yucky. The second form of mimicry is aggressive mimicry. Aggressive mimicry is when a harmful species pretends to be harmless. This allows predators to approach or attract prey. A great example is the anglerfish. This fish has a body part sprouting out of the middle of its head that looks like a small worm at the end of a stick. The anglerfish wiggles this fake worm and then eats the animals that come too close. There are also turtle species and catfish species which have tongue extensions that can attract prey in a similar way. Some snakes, lizards, and sharks are known to use their tails to attract and trick prey. Even fireflies do something similar. The females of one species of firefly mimics the light flashes of the females of another species. This will attract the males of the other firefly species, but not for mating, but rather for eating. Spiders can also be tricked by fake prey. The assassin bug will purposely climb into a spider's web, pretend it is caught in the net, and then attack and eat the spider when it approaches. The last form of mimicry is automimicry. This is when one body part of an animal mimics the body part of another animal. Examples include many moth, butterfly, and fish species that have eye spots, which are markings that look like one or more eyes. These eye spots help prey escape by causing predators to attack a less vital part of the prey's body. For example, the gray hair streak butterfly has two large eye spots on the rear part of its wings. There is also a snake in Central Africa which has markings to make its tail look like a head. This snake even moves the fake head to look like a real head. Now, I'll move on from mimicry to the 
deception, camouflage, camouflage is the use of any combination of materials, coloration, or behavior that helps to conceal an animal. There are three types of camouflage. Passive camouflage, also called passive crypsis, which is when the animal passively blends into the surroundings. Then there is active camouflage, or active crypsis, when an animal changes itself to blend into the surroundings. And then finally, there's mimetic camouflage, or mimesis, which is when an animal mimics or disguises itself as something else. I'll start with the first one, passive camouflage, or crypsis. There are several methods of achieving crypsis. These include resemblance to the surroundings, disruptive coloration, eliminating shadow, self-decoration, cryptic behavior, motion camouflage, changeable skin appearance, counter-shading, counter-illumination, transparency, and silvering to reflect the environment. Many species are cryptically colored to resemble their surroundings. Some geckos and grasshoppers can be almost impossible to see in their natural surroundings. Some cryptic coloration may be a bit more complicated. The blue morpho butterfly has bright blue iridescent upper wings, but its underwings are dark. This curious coloration makes it almost disappear when it flies through the flickering light of the forest or even out in the daylight. The spots and stripes of leopards and tigers may seem conspicuous to you when you see them in a zoo, but these colorations break up the animal's outline in the mottled shade of a forest. Many fish tend to have dark colored tops, so they're hard to see when looking down at them against the dark depths below them. Likewise, most fish also tend to have light colored bottoms so they are hard to see when you look up at them against the bright water surface that is above them. The next type of camouflage is active camouflage. There are two mechanisms of active camouflage in animals, counter-illumination and color change. 
under illumination camouflage, an animal produces light that causes it to blend in against a light background. For example, some species related to squid produce light on their undersides to match the background of the surface water that is above them. Color change permits camouflage against different backgrounds. Different chameleon species are able to change their different skin colors, which can include pink, blue, red, orange, green, black, brown, light blue, yellow, and purple. Some chameleon species can even adjust their colors for camouflage in accordance with the vision of the specific predator that is threatening them. Some octopuses can use muscles in their skin to change their color and texture take on the spiky appearance of seaweed, or the scraggly, bumpy texture of a rock. The mimic octopus can change its color and shape to look like other dangerous animals, such as lionfish, sea snakes, and eels. Mimesis is the third type of camouflage, and this one is sort of like a disguise. For example, katydids, which are grasshopper-like insects, can look like normal leaves, half-eaten leaves, dying leaves, leaves with bird droppings on them, even look like sticks, twigs, or tree bark. Other animals known for their mimetic disguises include beetles, mantids, caterpillars, moths, snakes, lizards, frogs, and fish. Some squids can release a combination of ink and mucus that results in this floating shape in the water that may be mistaken by a predator for a fake squid. Predators have been witnessed attacking these fake ink-mucus squid shapes, which of course allows the normal squid to get away. That was the end of camouflage. Now on to the third type of animal deception, concealment. Many animals hide from predators behind rocks, in holes, in brush, and in many other ways. Some actually carry around 
parts of the environment to use for that purpose. For example, some octopuses have been seen retrieving discarded coconut shells, carrying them up to 20 meters, manipulating them, and then assembling them to use as a shelter. The ink released from certain squid and octopuses is also used as a form of concealment. Now onto the fourth type of animal deception, feigning death. A well-researched form of deception is feigning death, often referred to by non-specialists as playing dead or playing possum. Specialists tend to use the term tonic immobility or thanatosis. A wide range of animals, such as lizards, beetles, birds, rodents, and sharks, use death feigning as a form of deception against predators. Death feigning may also play a role in reproduction. For example, in the nursery web spider, the male sometimes feigns death to avoid getting eaten by females during mating. Death feigning may also be used by predators. For example, there is a fish species that pretends to be a dead fish. When a scavenger fish comes along to feed on it, the not-so-dead fish then comes alive and attacks the scavenger fish. If you've ever heard of people hypnotizing chickens or pigeons, it seems that what really is happening is that the humans are just stimulating death-feigning behavior in these birds. For example, if a pigeon is grasped firmly, quickly inverted, and held briefly on its back on a table, it often remains immobile for a minute or two. Now on to the fifth type of animal deception. Distraction displays. These are also known as deflection displays or diversionary displays. These behaviors draw the attention of a predator away from an object, which is typically a nest or offspring. These behaviors are well known in birds. A familiar example is the broken wing display seen in nesting waders, plovers, and doves. When a nest is threatened by a predator, a bird walks away from its nest with one wing dragging on the ground. It seems to be an easy target. 
thus distracting the predator's attention away from the nest. Once the bird is far enough away, it suddenly recovers and quickly flies off, drawing the predator further away from the nest. The sixth type of animal deception is dimatic displays. This is a pattern of threatening or startling behavior. An example is an animal suddenly displaying conspicuous eye spots to scare off or momentarily distract a predator thus giving the prey animal an opportunity to escape. For example, some threatened moths will suddenly display markings that look like a snake head or the eyes of an owl. And now for the seventh and final type of animal deception. Tactical deception. Tactical deception is also referred to as functional deception. It is the use of signals or displays to mislead or deceive another individual. Some researchers limit the use of this term to behaviors between members of the same species. Most other forms of deception are meant to fool members of a different species. Tactical deception can also be achieved when the deceiver withholds information by failing to perform an expected action, such as not giving a warning call when danger is observed. Cuttlefish, which are related to squid, may perform tactical deception as part of courtship. When a male cuttlefish courts a female in the presence of other males, he displays a male pattern facing the female and a female pattern facing away to deceive the other males. Ravens also use tactical deception as they tend to hide their food or alter their behavior so other ravens don't take their food. In a similar manner, if a Eurasian jay is being watched by another jay, it tends to store food behind a non-transparent barrier instead of a transparent barrier. This probably reduces the likelihood of other jays stealing their food. Great apes may also perform tactical deception. Coco, a female gorilla, was trained to use a form of American Sign Language. It was claimed that she once broke a sink and signed to her handlers that a cat
also was taught sign language, would sometimes sign that he needed to go to the bathroom when he got bored with a training lesson. Capuchin monkeys will use false alarm calls to falsely indicate that predators are nearby to distract other fellow monkeys so that they can steal their food. Withholding information is a form of tactical deception, but it can be costly to the deceiver. For example, rhesus monkeys discovering food announce the discoveries by calling to others about 45% of the time. Discoverers who fail to call and are detected with food by other group members may end up receiving more aggression and less food than those who discovered the food and did call to others. Presumably, because of such costs to deceivers, most forms of tactical deception occur rather rarely. It is thought to be more common in forms and species where the cost of ignoring the possibly deceptive act is even higher than the cost of believing. For example, tufted capuchin monkeys sometimes make false alarm calls. The cost of ignoring one of these calls could be death, which may lead to a better safe than sorry philosophy, even when the caller is a known deceiver. This is now the end of tonight's Whisperpedia episode. I hope you are deeply relaxed. If you'd like to listen to many more Whisperpedia episodes right now, then peek in the episode notes or visit sleepwhispers.com. Or perhaps you are now ready to fall deeply asleep. If so, Good night.